on the field, and inside the clubhouse. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Here's Bob Brainerd. And an 0-2 count against him. The Iglesias pitch, a swing and a miss. And the Brewers, for the third time in six years, are the National League Central Division champions. And this crowd stuck around to enjoy this moment. And the Brewers are at the top of the Central once again. Lane Grendel on the call. On the call of the Atlanta Braves beating the Chicago Cubs in Atlanta 7-6, the final. After the Brewers fell here at American Family Field, 4-1 to of the St. Louis Cardinals, everybody stuck around. They stuck around the dugouts. The fans stuck around. They put the game in Atlanta on the big board. Because even though Milwaukee lost, they knew a Cubs loss would clinch the National League Central Division. That happened, and then that happened. And the celebration was underway. Good evening and welcome to Brewers Extra Innings. Bob Brainerd with you. In for Dom on this Tuesday night. We are live. We're down on the field near the Brewers dugout here as... The celebration is starting to wind down on the field. They started off in the clubhouse, as you can imagine, sprayed champagne all over each other, went crazy, go nuts, and then they brought it out to the field appropriately so that they could celebrate with the fans here in the stands. We've got a whole bunch of interviews and reactions for you to get through tonight. We're going to be here as long as we need to, as long as we need to celebrate this National League Central Championship, Division Championship by the Milwaukee Brewers it it didn't go the way they certainly wanted. They wanted to win. They wanted to have the dog pile on the end, maybe have Devin Williams out there closing the door, and then everybody jumps out of the dugout and goes nuts. So it didn't happen as you would like it to happen, but it happened nonetheless. And now the rest of the way, the rest of the week, with St. Louis and the Chicago Cubs coming in, means nothing to the Brewers. They can get themselves set up for the postseason, and the wild card round. Greg Matzik is with me here at American Family Field. He was in the clubhouse. He was milling around the field as well, talking to players. We'll start off with Greg talking to Milwaukee's ace of the starting staff, Corbin Burns. Hey, what you got? Never, never tasted so good, did it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's fun. This is fun. This, this never gets old. You've done this a few times, man. It's always a great time, right? Absolutely. I, I can't tell you how many times I've celebrated. I know it's been, been at least five times in the last six years and, and some, other, some other celebrations with that. But uh, yeah, this is a feeling that, uh, that never gets old. Well, how about doing it at home, too? That's got to feel nice. You've done it in pretty much every other ballpark. We, we've only done it a couple times here, yeah. So it's, it's nice. Um, you know, we'll, we'll be smelling the champagne and the beer tomorrow for sure. Oh, well, that's good. Somebody will shampoo the carpets, too. That's it. Obviously, the unfinished business. So, right, that's kind of just the start of it. Doesn't that feel like it? Yeah, the case. Yeah, it's all about getting your foot in the door, and, and that's when you got to play the best baseball. Um, that's when it matters the most. So, um, you know, we got a great team. We've been playing well the last month and a half. Um, you know, one of the better teams in baseball in the last month and a half. So, we uh, we know what it takes, and uh, when it comes down to the postseason baseball, you got to do all play the best baseball on all, all fronts. So, uh, I think we had a good, good squad, and we should be good. At what point did you realize the team was capable of this? Yeah, I mean, every year you get into spring training, this is always the goal. Um, you look around that room when you first get in there day one, see the faces. Um, we've got all-stars. We've got si- or MVPs. We've got Ricky of the Years. We've got it all. we got it all across the board. So we knew it was going to be a good squad. Um, and it was just going about and, and doing our business and taking care of what we can. And uh, everyone knew the role. Everyone focused on what they, they could do to get uh, get better each day and help the team the most. And uh, it's led to uh, us popping champagne again. Last during the trade deadline additions, man, it, it really helped jumpstart the offense here the last month and a half or so. That had to be huge. Yeah, I mean, it's the, at, at the, the the trade deadline, you always look at you know better your team. Um, this year, I think we did that plus some. Um, you know, it feels like the addition. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna get his ass. Um, the additions we had in Mark and Carlos and, and Chafin and even Donaldson signing um, have been huge, and we've seen that in the last 30 games. So those have really made a difference. And it's made our offense, um, you know, a lot better. All right, brother, celebrate with your team. I appreciate Thank you. you. Thanks, Thanks, Corbin. Thanks, All right, Bob, back to you. All right, Bob, back to you. Thank you, Greg. Greg Matzik in the Brewer clubhouse, chatting up with Corbin Burns. Again, the Brewers lost to the St. Louis Cardinals tonight, four to one, but the Atlanta Braves rallied, fell behind. The Chicago Cubs for most of the game, and then a dropped fly ball in the bottom of the eighth inning scored a pair for Atlanta. They were down 6-5 on the dropped ball. It would have been a sack fly to tie it at 6, but instead the drop scored a pair, gave the lead to Atlanta 7-6, closed the door in the top of the ninth. Cubs lose. 
Brewers win the NL Central Division. We're taking your calls and your texts as well tonight if you want to call and talk about it because we're going to talk about it all night long. We've got so many more interviews to talk, uh, so many more guys to talk to here at American Family Field, including the general manager of the Milwaukee Brewers, Matt Arnold, who put this piece together, this piece of the team, put it all together, and all the parts, the sum of the parts, have turned out to be a NL Central Division title, and postseason begins next week. Here's Greg back in the clubhouse with GM Matt Arnold. Uh, back in the for just a couple of minutes. Yeah. Here at Brewers Good GM stuff. Matt Arnold. Matt, this is pretty crazy stuff. At what point did you feel like your team could accomplish this incredible goal? I think honestly in spring training, I really do. I think I think we had a really good group, and I think it's you know it starts with the, the tone that Craig sets, and and every day when we come to the yard, we want to compete, you know. And I just think it's it starts with him and those guys, and just our entire team of people that work hard uh, to put this all together. And I'm just so fortunate to be a proud of it. Well, and the roster was augmented at the trade deadline. You always think a move is going to work. You never really know until you put them on the field. But safe to say, a couple of those moves really worked. Yeah, we've we've made our share of mistakes for sure. You know, and and just have really fortunate that, that a couple of these guys have come in and done an incredible job and a huge credit to those guys. How have Mark and Santana specifically helped lift the offense because they've really taken flight here in the last month or yeah, so? Yeah, that, that group exactly. I mean, I think they really stretch the lineup and they're just their presence. You know, the the, the veteran presence those guys have. Um, you know, guys like Josh Donaldson especially just all of them you know they've just come so far and just helps complement that really young core that we're really excited about as well it's like this that help validate all the moves that were made all the hard work all the hours you put in how rewarding is this for you it is i don't i you know i haven't had any chance to reflect on it but i'm proud of just this crowd like everybody out here you know it just deserves a huge a huge high five because everybody's worked so hard so it's just a credit to the whole team you're gonna get to sleep in your bed for about a week now too that's yeah, good yeah i'm all right with that i'm gonna but i don't care where we sleep as long as we're still playing i'm good with it does it feel like just the start of something here now i hope so yeah i'm excited about it awesome thank you matt right. i appreciate thank it man thank, thank you. you so much stuff. you bet thank you Brewers GM Matt Arnold joining us on Brewers Extra Innings. Back to you, Bob. Bob. All right, Greg, thanks, and thank you, Matt, for stopping by as well. Again, Matt Arnold, you know, the beginning of the season, you know, we, we saw some of the new faces that were infused into this club, and with, with, with any moves that you make, whatever you do in spring training, you're wondering how the piece is going to come into place, how is this going to work, and that's part one. Part two, then, is what you do during the season and especially before the trade deadline. And we saw the new faces come in. We saw Matt Arnold make those moves to try to infuse some offensive life in this team with a Marcana, infuse it with a Carlos Santana. So you, you brought in some power. You brought in a bat that can hit for average. You brought in you know a guy like Canna who, who can play all over the field and has done it since he came to Milwaukee. And Santana, you know, a really good glove over at first base. They needed that. They needed that stabilizing force at first base, did the Brewers, because Roddy Telez was dealing with the injuries. So you always wonder at the beginning of the season how the piece is going to fit, and then you get to the end. All right, they're in contention, but are they going to limp to the finish line? They didn't because Matt Arnold did his job. All right, back to Greg Matzik. He's with Brewers uh, outfielder Tyrone Taylor celebrating here at American Family Field. Tyrone, man, at the beginning of the year, do you feel like you guys would be standing here popping champagne in your own clubhouse celebrating a division title? We, de we definitely hope for it, man, and here we are. Well, I had to think about your journey, too, right? Because you started off kind of slow with spring training just to trying to get healthy. But to finally be back and really producing in the month of September now, what's this meant to you? Yeah, I'm just thankful to contribute, uh, and I'm thankful to be here with these guys right now and celebrating for sure. Do you feel like unfinished business, though, just like it's the start of something now? Oh, yeah, definitely. We're going to continue to take it one game at a time and uh, do our best out there, bring our best selves to the build, and go out there and try to win. At what point did you start to feel like this offense was really starting to turn a corner and click? Um, I can't po I can't point out one exact uh, moment, but I know we've been doing well lately, and uh, I'm thankful for that, and hopefully we keep it rolling. Well, you got a pitching staff that's a, a backbone here as well. I can't imagine any team likes to see Brandon Woodruff, Freddie Peralta, or uh, Corbin Burns, right? Yeah, that's, those, those guys are dominant, man. It's fun to play defense behind them. That's why you do this, right? Oh, it's the yeah. good stuff. That's, they're like the main reason why we're here right now, you know. We're, we're a great team. We're looking forward to, we're looking forward to the playoffs. 
I'm, look, I'm looking forward to celebrating tonight and having fun. And you don't have to get on an airplane for the first series. You get to play all your games in Milwaukee. That's got to feel nice. Love that. Love that. In front of these fans, for sure. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. Congratulations. All right, Bob, it's Tyrone Taylor. We'll send it back to you. All right, Greg, thank you, and thank you, Tyrone. Again, the Brewers fall to the Cardinals 4-1, to but it's all good, fans, because the Braves came back and did a solid for Milwaukee. They rallied in the bottom of the eighth, eighth to score a pair of runs and beat the Cubs. So whichever combination worked, Milwaukee Brewers are the NL Central Division champs. So much more to talk about and so much more to celebrate on Brewers Extra Innings when we come back. Craig Kashan from Bally Sports, Wisconsin. He's done doing TV work. He's going to join me here in the Brewers' dugout. We're going to celebrate with you all night long. Bob Brainerd in for Dom on a Tuesday night, and what a Tuesday night it was. The Milwaukee Brewers clinched the National League Central Division. Even though they lost to the St. Louis Cardinals 4-1, the Braves beat the Cubs, scoring two in the bottom of the eighth, which means do the math, do the math, do the math, do the math, Craig. The Brewers are champions. There you go. There you go. He is Craig Kashan from Bally Sports, Wisconsin, uh, done with television. But you and I were sitting in the press box during this whole game, and it was the, the vibe just did, it, it didn't feel right. It was just like, you know, they, they fell behind, and the crowd tried to pump them up at times, but it was just sort of like, eh, maybe it's not to be, and the Cubs were up big. And so it was sort of a, wasn't it just a weird feeling until the eighth inning in Atlanta? Well, yeah, I mean, because here, here's the bottom line. The uh, the Cubs went up early on the Braves. They, they built that. They had a 4 nothing lead, then they made it 6 to nothing, and it kind of stayed that way. Uh really through the point where St. Louis grabbed two to take a two-to-one lead in the fourth and in the fifth scored two more. And then the Brewer bats, really, they were quiet all night long uh, for whatever reason. But the bottom line is, this I, I, can't, I can't recall a time where a scenario changed on a dime, where you have to we have to hope you get help from somebody else, and they're, they're literally minutes behind you. Yeah. I mean, our game ended here. <laughs> And, and they threw the game up on the scoreboard, and, and it just changed in a matter of seconds. And then the next thing you know, um, Suzuki commits that error, and then the Cubs go down in the top of the ninth inning, and, and that game's over 7-6. to six. And you're like, did that really just happen? But, I mean, if any team is going to do that, it's going to be the Braves. <laughs> and, Shade, and shades of Brett Brown dropping the ball yeah, at County Stadium, right? Exactly. And let, let me just say this, too. That might be a kick in the teeth to the Cubs because there's no way they could go to Atlanta expecting to win uh, more than one game out of that three-game series. I mean, the Braves are just too good. They had their chance tonight. They had steel going on the hill. They had the big lead, and they blew it, and and they blew it in a bad way. I mean, that's, that's just a bad error. Errors aren't good. That was a bad error in the bottom of the eighth. Yeah, bad error and bad loss for the Cubs because, oh, okay, the, the Brewers, we knew this was going to, you know, we were all talking in the press box, all of us, just saying, look, maybe it's not meant to be tonight. All right, we're going to do this again tomorrow. Uh, you know, it's like they control their destiny. Yeah. But the Cubs, you know, the Brewers aren't leaning on the Cubs losing because it's like, oh, we're never going to win again here right. in the next six, seven games. But the Cubs are playing for one of these precious wild card spots, and, and they're teetering. They're, they're in jeopardy because, as you said, Craig, that was a huge loss. So now... We know the Brewers are in. Now fans and the Brewers, the, the team, the players, they can start looking and saying, all right, who we get in the first round? Could be the Cubs. Yeah. Could be the Diamondbacks. Yep. Could be Miami could again. Be Cincinnati. Could, only could a game be, and a half hour. Right yeah, now. yeah. So, so the Reds got a big win tonight. You know, they, they hang a lot. And you and I talked about this a, a week ago on Brewers Extra Innings. Like, of the four teams, we're going to throw the Giants out. But, but of the four teams we just mentioned, do you prefer one? You know, do you, they're, they're, I think there's pluses and minuses to playing all of the teams, the Cub, either the Cubs, the Reds, the Diamondbacks, or the Fish. There's not one that you say, oh, yeah, let's, let's, let's get those guys. I, I, I think you're going to have good or bad depending on who the opponent is. And right now, this may come down to Sunday until we decide, we know who the Brewers are going to yeah. play. And, and the Brewers are, are going to have a say because they're going head-to-head with the Cubs. Right. So, they, they, could, they could kick their division full rate out of the whole playoffs. But the, the thing about it is the four teams that you mentioned, two of them will make the playoffs. Right. 
and I think all four teams are, are very different without going into a big dissertation. We did uh, that last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, to me, what scares uh, teams away from Milwaukee? It's their pitching. I think Arizona is very much in that same boat with Kelly and Gallant. I mean, it, it still all starts with pitching in the postseason, especially short series like we're looking at here right, right now. So if it's Arizona, Bobby, it could be a one nothing. It could be uh, two to one games. Uh, don't be surprised. Yeah, um, and Miami too. Uh, you, you know, you don't know about Sandy Alcantara, uh, you know, because they shut him down. It, it, if, I can't imagine him pitching next week. Right, right. Yeah. So yeah. It, it, if he if he was in the equation, then Miami worries you. Yeah. Because they got the twenty year old kid, and they got the you know the former Cy Young Award winner, but. You know, we'll we'll see if it's Miami, but they don't have that pitching arsenal that you mentioned that Arizona has. Cincinnati doesn't have the pitching, but they have scary hitters that can go off and have big innings as well. And, and speed. And and, yes. and plenty of speed. And, yeah. of course, the Cubs are the Cubs. And, again, we won't go into a big dissertation, but the Cubs here, even though all three games possibly would be here at American Family Field, it's still the Cubs. It's still a rivalry. It's still a bunch of blue and red fans who will find their way to get tickets and be in this ballpark and that to me is that's scary i mean that that still that takes a little bit something away so the cubs and the cubs if it's brewers and cubs there's a lot of people that want it because oh yeah let's knock those guys off but i wouldn't be so quick to jump on having that matchup in the first round next uh, week. I, I think you know i think most people feel that way because of the fact that their fans travel really well here and I, i'm telling you you could say all you want that it doesn't it's not going to affect brewer players but it does after a while it does especially if one or two things aren't going your way it gets loud in here for the other team and suddenly you're looking around going am i on the road right uh and and it it's happened you know over and over again so we don't want that to continue obviously so um it's going to be fun i mean here's the bottom line tonight turned out to be a fun night out of nowhere they had a lot of anticipation going. I'm telling you, I give these fans uh, a lot of credit for showing up out here on a Tuesday night in late September. 37,000. This is not a crowd that you would normally see on a Tuesday night in September. So the fans are well aware of what's going on, and they wanted to support this team as much as they could. And, and the fans really did a great job. So kudos to everybody who came out here at the ballpark. Keep showing up here. There's still some exciting baseball yet to go. Uh, to that to that point, Craig, and I'm sure you, you saw this and heard this too. So the Brewers are batting. Sal Freelich was at the plate. Top of the ninth inning. They're trailing 4-1, to one, okay? And all of a sudden, in between his at-bat, there's a roar in the crowd. And we all knew in the press box because we saw the dropped fly ball in Atlanta that gave Atlanta the lead at 7-6. to six. So the folks that were on their phones here... <laughs> in the ballpark are monitoring it and all of a sudden like literally while sal's at the plate this roar goes up because they turned the scoreboards off here so the, the, the cup score wasn't on the board this is fans that were either watching on their phones and they got the update and all of a sudden it just rose and as you said craig like from that point on it was like okay we may lose this but hey we have life to be able to celebrate tonight. Yeah, and did I hear the tomahawk chop come out too for? <laughs> I, yeah, maybe. A yeah, you heard so. that. Yeah, you I did. I mean, that's that's pretty amazing <laughs> stuff here. That, I'm not even sure that went on when the Milwaukee Braves were, were in Milwaukee, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it it was something, man. Fans are are keeping track. They're doing their best. Um, they want to know. Everybody's into this, and and I really feel like. Uh, with this team going to the playoffs five of the last six years, the fans do have a have a huge part in that. They they may take that for granted, uh, but I don't think the players in the organization do. That's for sure. No, they, they don't. Uh, one thing that I've heard even before, and I'm sure you heard this too, even before the team clinched tonight, is fans were already talking about all right when we clinch and when we get to the postseason. How is Craig Council going to go about setting up his rotation? Do you? Now, this is fans talking. Do you, quote-unquote, save guys? You know, so that, and and I would, if anybody had that combo with me, and I want to know what you've heard, I would strike it down right away. It's like, look, you don't save guys. There is no tomorrow. You can't assume that you're going to win a best-of-three series and say, well, we're going to pitch 
you know, the bottom of our rotation so that we're set up for the Dodgers with Corbin Burns and Woody to follow and then Peralta. You can't do that. And Craig Council has already talked about the, the fact that when we get there, we're going to monitor guys and we're going to keep them in their same spots. They won't go pitch 100 pitches and go the distance. But he wants, right now, Craig, the rest of this week is about keeping guys normal, keeping them focused, and not altering their routine. I, I, I'm telling you what, I would be totally surprised if we got to next week and whoever the wild card opponent is that it's not Burns to start, Woody second, and then Peralta if you need him in game three. Yeah, I mean, they're, they've been set up for this for a while, to be honest with you. They really have. This is part of the, we talked about it on our, on our TV side on the postgame show, Bob. There's, this organization has a one five out of six uh, I should say gotten to the playoffs five yeah. of the last six years and wouldn't be talking publicly about how confident they are that they are true championship contenders unless they didn't have a full game plan all blueprinted out and and they do and it's it's obviously it, it has everything to do with pitching as far as that all goes in the planning so everybody's going to get their some of their innings in they're going to they're going to get their starts if they if they need them, you know, in the next few days. But they're, they're in great shape for when Tuesday comes around for game one. There is absolutely no question about it. Yeah. And you take it back to spring training. And when the expectations were talked about with this team, as you said, this team knew that, look, if we get to the postseason, if we achieve the goals that we want to achieve, it's going to be because of our pitching. And you took Woodruff out of the equation for a pretty long time, but guys stepped up. You know, Wade Miley stepped up. Big time. You didn't lose a whole lot when it was Miley's turn in the rotation. And then you you just bought time until Woody could come back. And now he's back and he's fresh. I mean, he's he's just got fresh legs and fresh arms to have them ready for the postseason. But to your point, Craig, I, I, you know, in spring training, they knew we're going to go as far as our pitching goes. Not to knock the hitting, but this team was built to lean on the pitching and that's what they did and now that's what they will do in the postseason yeah and i think you know that stretch that you're talking about too who really filled in and stepped up you can't say enough about what colin ray did um i mean this guy made more than 15 starts and it was ended up being third on the team in uh innings pitched um julio tehran you know when they brought him in and he was smoking out of the gates, man. Nobody could touch this guy. Right. Like. Caller, Doug from Baraboo. Uh, team certainly did his thing, and uh, I mean, it was really, it was really something to see. Wade Miley went down uh, for a little bit, but he was able to bounce right back. And you know, we know what the big three have done now. I, I never thought we'd get to a point with Brewer pitching calling the big three. When I often will think about the Bucks have had two sets of big three. That's right. But we've got a big three going here on the baseball side, and uh, that's a pretty cool thing. Let's go to the phone lines. Doug in Baraboo, home of the Thunderbirds up there in Baraboo, joining us on Brewers Extra Innings. Hey, Doug. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, we were there were six of us at the game tonight. I'm, I'm getting close to 40 games this year. I know Craig is still on. Am I the only one that was upset that the, that the team didn't come out of the dugout at the end of the game? I mean, everything was so hyped up. They had the game up on the scoreboard, uh, you know, show, showing Atlanta, uh, you know, taking care of the Cubs at the end. And I've been to the since '82. I was I was there in '82, and it's so much fun. And, and leaving the ballpark today, I, I it didn't seem like we won the division champ. I mean, they're showing the the champagne flying. I guess. When the champagne was gone, somebody, some of them came out of the dugout. So, Craig, am I the only one that was disappointed, or, or is this the way it is nowadays? Well, I mean, look, look, Doug. There's, and I get what you're saying. There's, there's a protocol for celebration right now, and it's, it's the guys being together and and having their moment with their manager, um, and it is going to be a champagne celebration. That's what you do in professional sports. But the very first thing you do is you have your moment together as an entire team. And you want to hear, if you're a player, you want to hear from your manager. If you're a manager, you want to be the first to speak to your team as a unit. And, and that's what they were able to do here tonight. And so you gotta, you got to give them that. They're not going to hang around on the field for, I mean, nobody knew when that, when that game in Atlanta was going to end anyway. Um, and it just so happened to be quite timely as it all turned out. So they had... They had their moment, 
in the uh, in the clubhouse, and it should be. It was just them. The media wasn't allowed in there yet. It was only our camera uh, that was uh, that was able to capture anything for everyone else to see. So, and then they had their they had their uh, time in there. I don't know what were they in there. Maybe 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, about then, that. They made a mess. And then the entire team came out here on the field. Yeah, took a big team picture. They. They uh, mingled with fans here. They okay. stayed out for um, quite a while. They did um, some extra interviews that were all aired on the uh, the big screen scoreboard here that we had on our network as well. So um, I'm, I'm not disappointed at all. This is this is how these teams celebrate, and and it all starts with that moment you have just as your own group with your own skipper. Yeah. Thanks for the call, Doug. Appreciate it. Um, yes, uh, to Craig's point. All the assembled media folks are outside of the locker room because, as you said, Craig Council gets his time with his guys. Yeah. And, and he has a private closed-door final message there when they clinch the NL Central championship. And then the champagne starts flying. And then they let the media in. And then the media gets, gets soaked with the champagne. But, yeah, they eventually – I know, Doug, you know, if he left the ballpark that, you know – there were a lot of people left because they didn't know if the team was going to come out or not. But there were plenty of people that hung around by the dugout, and they were happy that they did because the team came out. They're smoking cigars. They're throwing champagne around. They got the goggles on. You know, they're celebrating with the fans. So, yeah, they need that moment first, and then they came out and celebrated with the Brewer fans. He's Craig Kishan. I'm Bob Brainerd. In for Dom on a Tuesday. It's Brewers Extra Innings. We're live at American Family Field. So much more to talk about and celebrate with. We're coming back with more from the ballpark. Welcome back to Brewers Extra Innings. Brewers Extra Innings is brought to you by Fifth Third Bank. With a local Milwaukee team, Fifth Third Bank also knows how to hit it out of the park. They've been serving businesses in the area for nearly 15 years, offering industry-specific expertise and local decision-making capabilities to help your business succeed. This is commercial banking value only fifth third can deliver fifth third bank national association they're a member of the fdic bob brader with you live at american family field you can hear the leaf blowers in the background they got another another game here in this three game series with the st louis cardinals tomorrow cardinals won in case you missed it four to one brewer bats were kind of quiet all night long but the Atlanta Braves, in case you missed it, rallied against the Chicago Cubs. They were on six to nothing at one time in the ball game. Rallied for two runs after the Cubs dropped a fly ball that scored a pair in the bottom of the eighth inning. And Atlanta beats the Cubs, so Milwaukee gets the division. I'm joined on the field by Valley Sports Wisconsin's Craig Gashan, and we're going to talk about the youngsters, Craig, because they had such a big part in this season. They will have a big part in the postseason. And in getting this division title, the youngsters, the kids that came out of the gate, that broke spring training camp, that were a part of this team, and some of them had their ups, some had their downs. But that's another factor that Craig Council was going to hang his hat on, saying, yeah, we're going to get as far as our pitching goes, but we're also going to need these young guys to step up and do their part. And we saw them do their part all season long. Well... Those young kids, Bob, are, are too talented to fail. I'm telling you, I, I've never seen a group like that come in since, you know, obviously probably Billy Hall and, and Prince. Uh, J.J. Harvey, Hardy, yeah. Uh, that, that group back then, um, you, you knew those guys weren't going to fail when they got here either. And, and, and I think it's also something to be said when you can bring them in in a larger group like they did uh, back in the late 2000s and then uh, – this year as well um, but this is a different dynamic I think with this group here because you can tell these guys are, are going to take over this franchise from from a position player and offensively here real quick uh, the speeds off the charts their defense is off the charts we saw free lick again tonight yeah and what looked like a, a routine sack flying a tag up from second to third uh, the ball you could see flames come out of it as he got he got his runner at third base. Um, that's pretty dynamic stuff. That's a heck of a double play by a center fielder because that yeah. usually doesn't happen. But um, th this team is just too talented and they meant too much. And there's there's some young guys like Joey Weimer that didn't last till the very end. 
but just think about his contributions as well. But uh, Terang's been fun to watch defensively. Freelich has uh, as well defensively, and their offense is going to pick up. Uh, it would be good to have some of these veterans just continue to do what we've seen in the last month, like Cannon, Santana, and, you know, Christian Yelich get in the mix here a little bit more. Maybe Donaldson pop a couple of more home runs. But uh, it's a really good complement right now of young guys who don't uh, um, perform young and then the older guys. Yeah. Yeah, they have, they have old souls, as they say. Yeah, you know, they, they're, exactly. they're mature beyond their years. Yeah. Uh, Craig mentioned Sal Freeland, who was uh, in center field, has really, since he got called up, just taken this team by storm, played so well. He joined Greg Matzik in the wacky club, clubhouse earlier. Here and be with these guys, some of my best friends, like it's unbelievable. It's amazing how when people get to Milwaukee, especially rookies, veterans at the trade deadline, they all say the same thing, how it just feels so welcoming and it's a seamless fit. Why is that? It's just the culture they built. I think that starts with, you know, Matt and, 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 and then Craig and then all the way down the list. Like, they built such a good culture here. And obviously this is my first team, but we got guys at the trade deadline coming from other teams, guys who've been on numerous different MLB teams that said that the culture here is just so different. So just so happy to be in this organization. And, um, you know, it's where the culture is also celebrating like this. You know, twice twice a season. Well, you have certainly provided a spark. Was there a moment that you saw the offense start to take a little flight? Yeah, I mean, I think when we're when one, two, three guys are really going and, and started, then everybody kind of just goes. And then you get the opposite of that sometimes, though. Um, you know, maybe when a pitcher gets in a groove. And um, I think we kind of learned a lot about ourselves, though, as a team. The past three games, when it was just a one-game decider, um, you know, I don't think we played as loose. Looked like, you know, I personally, myself, wasn't having as much fun, just kind of a lot of pressure, but I think that's just so good, such a good learning experience heading into the playoffs where every game's going to be like that. So we're going to have we're gonna have a blast tonight and have a blast the rest of the way. Well, and you don't have to get on an airplane for your exactly. first trip, right? So we'll be home for another week and a half, which is even better. Can you describe tonight how they... All right, Bob, back to you. It's Sal Freelich, Brewers outfielder, joining us on Brewers Extra Innings. All right, Greg, thanks so much, and thank you, Sal. Uh, Sal's just a ball player, Craig. You know, you know, everything he does, you talked about in the outfield. He's a hockey player, too. He's a hockey player, too, yeah, yeah. But he just, you know, he's just, he's a gamer. I remember when he, when he first came, you know, the first night he was wearing a Brewers uniform, you know, and the damage he did right out of the chute. But it didn't stop there. And, and you see it in the way he plays in the outfield. He plays with no fear. At the plate, he's constantly battling, you know, never gets cheated at the plate. You talked about that. Eventually, these kids, even though they stumble some, somewhere along the way, the Brewers are putting their faith in these kids going forward. They're going to get these opportunities. And for these young guys to get the opportunity to play in the postseason in their first year in the big leagues, how special is that? Yeah, well, you know, I, I really think that the core of these young guys is everything what Sal Freelich is. Uh, he, he's one of the smartest young hitters if you ask me, rookie season that I've seen in a long time. Ryan Braun was really good his rookie season as well. Uh, but Sal Freelich is, is right there. I mean, he doesn't have the, the home run power that Braun had, but um, he's faster. He has a bigger arm defensively than Ryan had. And this is, I'm saying all this by not, com, you know, comparing apples to oranges here. They, these guys are really good. They're just really good. But Sal Freelich is... Um, to me, he's just such a smart hitter. You know his mind's always thinking, where's that pitch going to be? Where can I send that pitch? I don't need to pull it all the time. I don't need to launch angle anything. I don't need to necessarily do anything else but, but find a way to help my team at the plate. He gives himself up at the plate. And a lot of guys right now in baseball don't do that. They've, that's kind of a lost art. Um, but he, he's the guy that, that does that. And when you're doing that, sometimes you can actually get base hits out of the mix. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and we've seen that out of him. But but he's doing everything for the team. Um, I, I've just really been impressed with uh, how poised he is and just what a smart, always-thinking baseball player this guy is. You, you're not going to get anything past Sal Freelick, whether he's batting or he's in the outfield. Let me add to that, Craig, how he showed patience because mm – -hmm. When they broke camp in spring training, he wasn't part of the team. You know, Terang was part of it. Weimer was part of it. Garrett Mitchell would have been part of it. But Sal was like, well, 
we love what you're doing, but there's just there's no room for you right now. And we just you know people felt sorry for him, and Sal could have felt sorry for himself and pouted and complained and gone. You know, so but what did he do? He said, he said okay, I'm going to be a Triple A. I'm going to be ready when they need me, if they need me. And when they needed him, they needed an infusion of offense, and he was providing that at Triple A. So I tip my hat to him as well. For he was the odd man out, but he didn't act like it. He went about his business. He just tore it up in Triple A, and he really forced the Brewers' hand to say, "All right, we need to bring him up because he's deserved it. He's earned it, and we need him now as well." So. You don't always see that out of ball players. Sometimes they go and they pout and they're just like, eh, you know, hey, I got gypped here, I got jobbed. Sal didn't do that. And patience is a virtue, and he showed a lot of patience, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And and don't don't forget too, when there was an opportunity to call him up after the Garrett Mitchell injury, he he had a hand injury that very same night at AAA, and he had to sit and wait and heal up and rehab for two months. Yeah before he got his next chance at the best to come back up here uh, or to get his first call up and, and make his debut, I should put it that way. So he's gone through. He's gone through a lot, and you'd, you'd never know it. Um, but, uh, man, I, I can hardly wait to see what he can do in the postseason. All these young guys, I mean, they just got to go out there and play and enjoy it and, and know that they're talented enough to be here and produce for this team. It's going to be a strange rest of the week. I mean, it's okay. Yeah. That, that we don't have to have nail-biting, you know, all Saturday and Sunday games that mean something. But it's just going to be strange to have these next two with St. Louis and then the Cubs come in. And, and you know they're going to play hard against Chicago because it's like you don't want to cheat the system. You don't want to cheat the Major League Baseball. But it's a nice luxury, isn't it, for a change that the Brewers can say, hey, we know our destiny. We know we're playing next week. The rest of the week... We can get ourselves right. We can rest guys when they need rest. We can give guys opportunities that maybe need some opportunities to get them ready for the postseason. So in a sense, this is really ideal for Craig Council and his staff to get things set, to get his team ready for the postseason next week. Yep, and uh, very few teams get to do that. I mean, the the Braves and Dodgers are in that that mode here right now on the National League side. And I, I think Sal had a really good point, too, uh, during that interview with, with Greg. He said, we're, we're home. We're home for the final. They've been home since Sunday night. Right. And they're not, they would not hit the road um, after they win the uh, wild card round uh, for basically two weeks is what it would be. And, and they know where they would go. They'd end up going out to L.A. And, and uh, there's a little payback uh, in playoff <laughs> history, as we all know about as well. So... I'm just loving the fact that their their goal uh, and their expectation more than anything is to win this whole thing. He's Craig Kishon from Bally Sports, Wisconsin. They they turned the lights down, Craig, so I think that means you need to go home. Yes, I need lights to (laughs) succeed. (laughs) It's radio. that We can do this in the dark if we we have to. I can't see. (laughs) You TV guys are all alike. Craig, thanks for your contributions all season long. We got a bunch more because, yeah, we're, we're playing baseball the rest of this week, but more importantly, we're playing baseball at home, as you said, next week. So thanks for uh, chopping it up with us, with us, easy for me to say. Always fun, pal. Yeah. Always fun. Appreciate yeah. you. Yeah. He's Craig Kashan. I'm Bob Brainer. We're not going away, though. When we come back, more words from the ballpark. Live from American Family Field, this is Brewers Extra Inning. I just want to celebrate. Yeah, we'd be celebrating. All night long. Well, not all night long because you know, they turn the lights out. And they're, they're putting the uh, putting the grow lights, you know, those uh, expressway lighting type grow lights on the field here at American Family Field. So they want to make the field nice and pretty here for the final week and especially for the postseason. Yeah, the postseason. The Brewers are in it. They were losers to the St. Louis Cardinals, but fear not. The Braves beat the Cubs down in Atlanta. So Milwaukee's magic number, that was one. And the Cubs were the one to end it. And the Brewers are the NL Central champs. Bob Rainer with you from American Family Field. Greg Matzik is with us. Craig Kishan joined us. He's heading home. But earlier, Greg was in the throng. The celebration that began in the Brewers Clubhouse came out on the field to celebrate with the fans. Standing by here, talking with one of the newest Brewers who has made a big contribution at the plate and in the field, Mark Canna. Canna, this is a pretty amazing, amazing sight, Mark. Happy to be a part of this, I'm sure. 
Why is it so easy to blend in with this Milwaukee Brewers team? Everybody says it when they come to Milwaukee. It's just a good clubhouse. It's very welcoming. Um, it's very relaxed, and it, it just feels like everybody kind of like gets it, quote unquote. So um, it was just easy to kind of jump in and hit the ground running. And um, you know, it's funny. I I kind of felt like when I got here, it was just light, like uh, the weight was lifted off my shoulders, and I could just relax. And that's kind of. Uh, I think what this this organization does so well. And you felt that from the get-go, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I suppose it takes still. You want to get a couple of hits out of the way. You want to start to get settled in with your actual profession, too, beyond just fitting in the clubhouse. That didn't, didn't seem to take too long for you. <laughs> it took a little bit, but, I, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm happy to, you know, come here and be able to contribute a little bit. And... Um, I think the beauty of it is is that everybody contributes. You know, we have such a deep team. We have so many guys that have uh, been the heroes since I've been here. And um, that's a big reason why this team's as successful as it is. You know, everybody everybody brings something to the table. You know, you and Carlos really at the deadline helped stretch the lineup out a little bit. Is there a point where you saw the offense really kind of start to take flight? Uh, you know, we just feed off each other really well. It's um, it's something we. It's kind of strange. Over the past few weeks, you've seen a lot of like big innings, and I think that this offense just kind of there's an energy about it. There's a flow to it. It's all encompassing, and we all pitch in, and we all um, have good at bats. Nobody nobody ever goes up there and has a bad one. And um, as long as we keep doing that, you know, that's that's the makings of a great team, and, and I like our chances moving forward. You know, everybody hopes for this moment to celebrate. I'm sure it feels like just the start of something, though. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, it's just the beginning. I mean, we're, we're going to enjoy it. We earned this. We earned this celebration tonight. Um, but we're not done, you know. it's. Uh, I'm here. I'm in the latter half of my career. I'm not here to... You know, just make it to the wild card series. I want to make it all the way, and uh, I haven't got to do that yet. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing what this team can do. Baseball works in weird ways, doesn't it? Right? Yeah. You're going through part of your season, wondering if you're ever going to get over the hump in New York, and all of a yeah. sudden, it's a new day, and, and here you are with champagne in your eyes. Yeah, yeah. It's um, I just I'm a lucky guy. You know, I have uh, I traded this great organization. I have a great family. I am uh, blessed to be able to play this game, and I, I just uh, i am counting my blessings right now. That's awesome, Mark. I appreciate your time, man. Right. Congratulations. Well-deserved. Thank, Thank, Thank you very much. Brewers outfielder Mark Canna joining us on Brewers Extra Innings. Back to you, Bob. Craig, Mark, thanks so much. Um, our Salvation Army player of the game, it's not Mark Canna. Uh, we're going to give it to Sean Murphy of the Atlanta Braves. Murphy's the guy who hit in the bottom of the eighth inning. He hit the fly ball to right field that the Cubs right fielder dropped. And it should have been just a sack fly that would have tied the game at six, and then who knows what happens after that. But instead, Murphy put it in play, and it was dropped, and the Braves scored two runs, and that proved to be enough for the Braves to beat the Cubs and proved to be enough for the Brewers to get the National League Central Division Championship. So he's our player of the game. See what I did there? Brewer fans, every day the Salvation Army provides shelter, meals, and support to those in need. Your donations make a difference. Visit them online at samilwaukee.org to help today. When we come back, Brewers Extra Innings, more from the clubhouse, more from the field celebrations. Greg Matzik patrolling, finding guys with champagne in their eyes. That's next. Yeah, cue up cool in the game. Big celebration here at American Family Field tonight as the Brewers clinch the National League Central Division crown. Brewers Extra Innings brought to you by Annex Wealth Management, investment, retirement, tax, and estate planning from a fee-only fiduciary. Forget commission sales pitches. Forget financial products you don't need. Know the difference. Annex provides elite, comprehensive financial planning customized to who you are and what you need. AnnexWealth.com is where you find them on the web. Bob Brainer live at American Family Field. Greg Matzik is here. Craig Kashan was with, was with us from Valley Sports Wisconsin. And, of course, all the fans, 38,000 that were on hand, hoping they'd be able to see the dog pile and the Brewers clinch. It didn't happen that way. It happened in a weird way with Atlanta beating the Cubs down in Atlanta. So 
the fans stuck around after the Brewer game went final, and they waited for a couple minutes, watched on the scoreboard, and then lo and behold, the celebration was on. In the celebration, Greg Matzik talking with Brewers starting pitcher Brandon Woodruff. Everybody. Congratulations, yeah. Brandon yeah. Woodruff, Brewer starting pitcher, cigar in one hand, That's no right. shoes on, champagne's no shoes. a nice color on you. I'd rather not have a shirt on, too. So, <laughs> uh, No, it's a great feeling, man. We, You know, anytime you get some champagne in your eyes, it's always a good day. And always good to do it in your own clubhouse. You guys have done a number of these on the road. Right. You know, I think we kind of just set that up that way. I know we didn't win tonight, but, um, you know, we're in. We knew we were going to win this division just a matter of time, and thankfully we could do it here in front of the home fans. Yeah, it's got to feel good, man. It's a ton yeah. of reward, yeah. really, throughout the entire team. It felt like at times there's a new offensive hero throughout. You got hot when you got healthy. Freddie right. got hot. It seemed like everybody had their moment to make this dream a reality. And you, you can't do it. It's a team effort. You can't do it just one guy. Uh, that's why it's a, it's a long season. Uh, different parts of the team picked up other other parts, and that's that's what it, that's what makes us uh, good. So, hopefully, we can uh, play baseball good at the right time, and it seems like we're doing it. But make this deep playoff push, and hopefully, get to the World Series. How difficult was it for you to kind of work through your injury challenges, no. knowing that you, you couldn't help the team the way you wanted? The hardest part is sitting here watching. Uh, whether you're on that field and it goes good or bad. Um, you're out there with your teammates. You're out there battling with the guys who've been out there every day, and I think that's the biggest part. And that's what I missed. And um, you know, every time I step on that field, I don't I don't worry about results. I worry about trying to help win a baseball game for this team. And uh, thankfully, it's gone well here the last month, and, and now we're, we're kind of riding in the playoffs. But. Um, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for a lot of people who helped me get to this point. I was saying, on the flip side, your arm's got to feel pretty good yeah. going into the postseason. Well, right? it feels great whenever uh, this place gets packed and uh, there's a lot of adrenaline running, yeah, right. so that helps out. <laughs> well, you bring up an interesting point because this first series, I know that it's a little different than in 2018. Yeah. You don't have to go anywhere for this first series. Yeah. All your games are right here. It's it's the best. In front of the best fans. And you know what? When this, and, You know, there was a lot of people here tonight, but when the playoffs hit, it's hard to explain but it's just, it's just a different energy, and uh, it's the best. It's fun. It's my favorite type of baseball, and I'm glad I've, we've, you know, a few of us has gotten to do it a lot over the years. And you can't, you can't, uh, you can't replace that feeling to get them playing the playoffs. All right, be honest with me now. You're in the yeah. bullpen tonight. Are you watching? the scoreboard are you are you seeing that the cubs are, are starting to give ground to the braves the braves had, are making a comeback i had no idea i started hearing some of the braves chants in the from the crowd in the ninth inning and of course we're trying to win a baseball game but then we immediately rush in and, and go watch the ninth inning but i had no idea what was kind of going on i heard about it but yeah, yeah i think sal was up <laughs> and it was like a random one one count and all of a sudden the crowd's going nuts and i don't know what it's about so then we had to right. rush in and kind of see what happened and uh you know what we're division champs so. well it's special to do it on the whole Home field, That's the fans right. still here, right. right? You got it. Appreciate you, Brandon. Yep. Good stuff, man. Yep. Thank you Thanks. so much, man. We were starting pitcher Brandon Woodruff. Bob, we'll send it back to you. Send it back to you. All right, Greg, thanks for all your hard work. Thank you, Brandon, for jumping in there as well. Brewers Extra Innings is brought to you by Cider Heating and Cooling. Trust in your family's comfort at home all year long with Cider Heating, Plumbing, and Electrical. Get a $1,000 instant rebate on a Dakin AC or furnace unit through the end of the month of October. Financing is available. Visit them online, cider.com, today when we come back on Brewers Extra Innings. Live from American Family Field, some final thoughts as Milwaukee wins the NL Central crown. They get to spend the rest of the week getting ready for the postseason next week. Time to put a big bow on this edition of Brewers Extra Innings, and it was a fun one because it's the postseason edition, the official postseason edition of Brewers Extra Innings. Bob Brainerd in for Dom on a Tuesday night. Brewers lost to the Cardinals, but the Braves beat the Cubs, so the magic number was one. Gone, Bupkis. The magic number is zero. Brewers win the division. They'll play in the postseason next week. Greg Matzik was was hustling all night long. He was in the Brewers clubhouse. He was on the field celebrating, talking to the guys. It, it, it was a weird ending as you talked with, like with Brandon Woodruff. You know, they didn't know what was going on down in Atlanta. But when it's all said and done, you would like to celebrate with a dog pile, but. They were still having a good time in the clubhouse, weren't they? Oh, I, I don't think anybody cared, right? I mean, <laughs> right. yeah, you want to you get the win, and I guess that just solidifies it, and you're able to kind of have that moment with all of the fans in the stadium here on the field. I guess maybe they'll just have to save that for the wild card round, and that is fine. But it was a very interesting moment, and, and this has happened before here at American Family Field, previously Miller Park, where a, another game's outcome affected the Brewers' 
opportunity to solidify a playoff berth. And, and in this case, the game's ended, you know, minutes from one another, but the Brewers came in at first. So I was curious to see if fans would sort of drift off into the sunset and maybe go hustle to find uh, the Braves game at home or something like that, or maybe in their car. Uh, but what ultimately ended up happening is, you know, just a, a minute or two after the Brewers game ended, they patched the feed of the Braves-Cubs game onto the Jumbotron yeah. here. They showed the highlight of Suzuki botching the fly ball that allowed the Braves to score two runs. There were two outs. There was runners on first and third. Running on contact, right? Ball's hit in the air. The guy from first is running. And all of a sudden, the ball's on the ground. And the runner on first scores. Braves take the lead. And uh, within a minute or two, that game ended. And it was shown on the Jumbotron. So the celebration happened in the clubhouse. And when we walked out after about five or ten minutes, uh, they said they wanted to take a picture. It was really, I think, also to see the fans who had hung out. Because uh, there were a couple of thousand fans, I thought, who hung out waiting for the Brewers to come out onto the field. A really cool moment. Yeah, it really was. Um, And... And even if they didn't put him the jumbotron, like you talked about, it with Sal. You know, Sal's at, during his at bat. All of a sudden, for no reason, you know, it's four to one. For no reason, the crowd erupts because they're on their phones, either watching the game down in Atlanta, or or they got the word on. I mean, they were all dialed in. So that was kind of strange and surreal. But again, the fans are like the players. They don't care. Just get it done. Let us celebrate. It was a one-one count on Sal Friedrich, and all of a sudden, the crowd went nuts. It was like, what in the world? Like, how did they just... And then eventually they put it on the scoreboard out in left field on the ribbon board, the score. So pretty impressive. It was 6 nothing in the sixth inning, and it yeah. looks like the Brewers are going to have to wait till tomorrow. Pretty amazing sport, this game of baseball, isn't it? Yeah, it, it sure is. He's Craig Matzik. Final thoughts, Greg. Um, I talked about this with Craig Kishan. The rest of the week... It's just going to be kind of odd, but it's going to be a good odd because Craig Council can get things ready for the postseason. He can lamp the pitching. He can get his guys rested if they need rest. It's a good thing to have an odd week, isn't it? It just gives you flexibility. You can do whatever you want to do. I do think the Brewers will have a a role to play, and that could be spoiler to the Cubs. And I think Craig takes that seriously. So I, I wouldn't look for Corbin Burns to miss a start. I wouldn't look for Corbin Burns to throw two innings. Like, I think he's going to give it an honest run because the Cubs are still battling, and the last thing the Marlins, Diamondbacks, or any other team wants is the Brewers to roll over when the Cubs are in town because you might end up seeing the Cubs oh, yeah. in the wild card round. So that final series, I think, is still going to be interesting. Yeah, so the rest of the week, TBA, just tune in, see what happens, see how they play it. But we know this. They'll be playing next week in the first round of the National League Wild Card Series, all three possible games here at American Family Field. He's Greg Matzik. Craig Kishan, thank you. For producer Matt back at the uh, TMJ Studios, thank you. Yeah, crushed it. Great to be out here to celebrate with the Milwaukee Brewers, your National League Central Division champions. This has been Brewers Extra Innings. Enjoy it, everybody. Sleep tight.